0: Welcome to the Jack and John Podcast. I'm Jack. And I'm John.
1: And we're on a mission.
0: To help you focus on Christ. Amen. You know, and honestly, I feel like we're here to help us focus on Christ. Amen. Too. Probably needed as much <laughs> yeah. or
1: more than anyone.
0: That's the, that's the real ticket here. Because I'm telling you, there are so many things in this crazy, messed up world no, to distract sure.
1: us. Yeah, distractions you know. are one of the major things that... Um, you know, yes. I mean, you can try to focus in on right. the things that you need to do. Uh, a, a wonderful book, um, Richard Foster's Celebration of Discipline. And it was just talking about the disciplines in our lives as Christians. And I find discipline just the hardest thing ever to do because of all the things that want, want your attention. Sure. So, but nevertheless. I, I
0: think that for me, that's part of why. I, I like to just bring it down to the, the simplest form because, you know, we think about all the things that we need to do or want to do. Um, and I'm talking about just to, living as a Christian mm-hmm. and trying to live a good Christian life. Sometimes the easiest way to do that is stop focusing on it all the busyness, all the this, that. I got to do this and that and the other, but focusing on Jesus. Mm-hmm.
1: I remember when I was young uh, hearing that phrase for the first time, the still small voice of God Mm -hmm. and uh, thinking about that and talking about that. And it seems like all of the voices in this world are screaming at you, you know, yelling at you, vying for your attention. And uh, it's even when you um, get to the commercial, they turn up the volume because they know you're going to go to the refrigerator. So they turn up the volume Mm -hmm. so you can hear it all throughout the house, I think. Uh, And then you start talking about listening to God. And uh, it's focusing in on him because he doesn't scream and yell. He, he leads gently and lovingly, I think. Mm. And he speaks softly. You have to pay attention sometimes. You don't pay attention.
0: Yeah. Well, this morning, um, we want to talk about the riches of the glory of God and uh, the mystery of mm. God um, and how it's revealed in us, So we're going to read a little bit here from Colossians uh, chapter 1, and uh, I would encourage you just to read that whole thing. um, It's a letter. Read the whole letter. Read the whole whole thing. But we're going to just pull a nugget out of it here. Um, Colossians 1, verse 24 through the end of that chapter. Now I rejoice in my sufferings for your sake, and in my flesh I am filling up what is lacking in Christ's afflictions for the sake of his body, that is, the church, of which... Him we proclaim, warning everyone and teaching everyone with all wisdom that we may present everyone mature in Christ. For this I toil, struggling with all his energy that he powerfully works within me.
1: John, how how much do you think um, you spend in a day thinking about God, thinking about Christ? I mean, let's say... Uh, In all of our days that we have, we have different things on our dockets, on our agendas, on our calendars. And uh, we're thinking about everything else. How how much time do you think, maybe the average person, let's say, in, in this world, in this country maybe, thinks about God in the conscious thought? Or how many do you think don't think of him at all in a day? Just doesn't even cross their mind.
0: That's a hard question. That's a sobering yeah. question. It is. Well, I, I would venture that you know everyone thinks about God at moments, even when they're not necessarily. Because I've even heard people say, um, you know, like this was a godsend, mm-hmm. or or something mm-hmm. along those lines. Not really thinking about it, but but it's an undercurrent that's mm-hmm. there. Yeah. Um, And you can't escape it. Um, You can't escape the thought about God because he's everywhere.
1: And this passage says that uh, the hope of glory, what we have, what Christ has given us, is Christ in us. Uh, When he was here incarnate in the flesh, he was with them. Emmanuel is Christ with us. And Jesus sent the Holy Spirit to come in us. Now it's Christ in us. Right. And we should think of him maybe a little bit more often if he's in us. How many quench his spirit or just bury the voice of God that's within them uh, away because we're so busy, we're so much thinking of ourselves and our own wants and our own needs and our own agenda and what we spend our day vying for things that please us, that make us happy, rather than maybe thinking a little bit more uh, what should I do today that would please God, that I would focus on God and maybe walk more in his presence? It's just an interesting question to me. Uh, there's, there were two, two books that, that I have in my library, one by um, uh, an old uh, monk years and years ago, and one by a man by the name of, oh, I can't even remember his last name. It went out of my head. Frank Laubach, I think it is. And it's living in the presence of God and uh, what this guy did he wrote this book on this he determined that he was going to spend every minute all day long thinking about god and it's just absolutely impossible that what he tried to do is just pull himself aside and and you'd almost would have to become a monk wouldn't you you'd have to <laughs> Into a cave, I just can't even think about God all day long. It just, I can't even
0: tell you what I'm thinking right now because there are moments in your life that are, uh, well, let's just say not as dignified as others. Well,
1: sure, but I mean, you know, uh, God created all that stuff, so you're not, you're not, you know, showing him something he doesn't know Uh, in every
0: moment, yeah, yeah, in every moment, but
1: I mean, it's like, uh Bring God in more right. is what I would say. I don't think right. it's possible for a human being to consciously be aware of God 24 hours a day. Yeah. And it might make us even not very productive, you know. Um, but nevertheless, to, to bring him more into our day. Right. Think of him more.
0: I, I can't help thinking when you're talking about this, Jack, that, you know, so many of really all of the world's religions are about man seeking God. Right. And God. Except this one. <laughs> sought us. Yeah. Gave us his presence. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. This is about God putting his presence in you, in us. Um, I, I'm fascinated when you just go back through and read the Old Testament because it's talking about, you know, the mystery that's been revealed through the saints. Because this whole thing about God dwelling in you. I mean, it started all the way back in the beginning, and you see little hints of it. Yes. And without going into all of that stuff, just the idea of when God is talking to Moses about the design for the tabernacle, okay, which the tabernacle basically just is the word for dwelling or tent. And it's like, this is where I want to dwell. Not like you're going to stick me in this box and I'm going to in here. No, this is God saying, I want to dwell with you. I want to be with my people. And so he brings his dwelling. And what does God say to Moses? He says, I want you to build, pattern this after what you saw when God revealed it to him. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and so he spends this time building the temple and the, or the tabernacle. And then later Solomon builds the temple. And, right. and God says, I'm going to put my name there. Which is his way of saying I'm going to put my presence mm-hmm. in that place. That that was a foreshadowing, you know. And you think about the grandeur of the temple and how much gold oh, my was in goodness. the temple. Yeah, you, you you realize how you know how much gold was in the temple.
1: I uh, used to know, but I have totally
0: spaced it, Solomon's out. temple. There were like a million pounds <laughs> of gold. A
1: million pounds.
0: Pounds of gold. gold Because everything was overlaid with gold. You had all these gold tools, the 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 emblems, you know, the the, you built the acacia wood for the ark and everything was overlaid with gold. A million pounds. I just can't picture that. Mm -hmm. But my point being God puts mm-hmm. he, it's like his dwelling is in here okay mm-hmm. it's in our hearts and uh that, I was
1: thinking which one would you rather have a million pounds of gold or a million pounds of feathers which is more <laughs> sorry well you know, I'm just trying to lighten it up a little bit John. but yeah he puts it, it in uh sorry brother he puts us in it puts himself space in us? a million pounds a million of feathers a million pounds of feathers takes <laughs> Wow. Well, you know what I just thought, and I just flipped over to the book of Judges. Yeah. Okay. Because you're talking about the Old Testament and the Holy Spirit showing up. Mm-hmm. And there's a, a wonderful story. Maybe we can chat about this for yeah. just a minute about Gideon. Okay. I know you're familiar with good old Gideon, right? Yeah. And uh, the Midianites, this uh, pagan people, have are oppressing Israel. And I mean they're oppressing them. Anytime they would... Uh, plant, any kind of uh, grain, they would come in and steal it all. So uh, the Israelites were in fear and uh, totally oppressed, okay, by the Midianites. So uh, Gideon is uh, threshing wheat down in a wine press. Okay, now wine press is not the place that you would thresh wheat in those days, because the way you did it was you would have your grain in a, in a basket, you would you would grind the grain and then you need to get rid of the husks around the seed. So you'd throw it up in the air and the wind would blow the lighter husk away and then the seed would come down. You'd have your, right. your seed. Well, he's down in a wine press trying to do this with no wind because he's afraid of the Gideonites. And Midianites, uh, and Midianites Gideonites, that's hilarious. The Midianites. And, <laughs> and so the Midianites uh, are, are, are just, he's so afraid. And God comes to him and, and tell, and starts talking to him. Okay. It's actually, I think the incarnate Christ. We were talking yeah. about that last time. Pre-incarnate Christ is coming to Gideon and basically telling him, uh, you're the man. You're the man, Gideon. And remember the phrase, you're the, you the man. You're the man. You, the man. you, the man. you hit the golf ball. You the man. Well, Gideon, he said, you're the man. He says, what man? He says, well, you're the man that are going to set my people free. And he goes, wait a minute. I'm the least. In my tribe, and my tribe is the least in Israel. So basically, God comes the to the, of the least worst. of the least of the yeah. worst <laughs> of the worst and tells him, you're going you're gonna to set my people free. So he yeah. has this amazing conversation uh, with, with Jesus, basically.
0: Yeah.
1: And uh, Jesus continues to say to him, uh, you are going to go in this might- of yours and save Israel from the hand of Midian do not I send you and he said to him please Lord how can I save Israel behold my clan is the weakest in Manasseh and I'm the least in my father's house and the Lord says to him but I am with you I am with you and that's the whole point Mm -hmm. of, of our life folks that's the whole point of the whole thing That God is in us and wherever we go, he goes with us and whatever he calls you to to do in his name, to glorify him, he gives you the power and the energy and the strength and whatever you need to go in might and power and to be victorious. We just have to believe him. We just have to have that faith that is so pleasing to God without faith. It's impossible to please God. God. And so with the power of the spirit, with faith, you know, in our lives, in our hearts, in our minds, we can conquer anything that God puts before us. Yeah. and And Gideon did. It's kind of amazing this whole story uh, that's in G- Judges chapter six of Gideon. Yeah. and uh, basically he did it. and the story is is a great story, uh, how God even thinned out his 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 warriors. Uh, to about 300 instead of 30,000. He thins it down to like 300, and uh, they defeat the Midianites, and he he frees his people. So amazing what God can do.
0: Amazing, amazing. And unfortunately uh, for us, it's easy, even when it's God doing it, to let that go to our heads because that's exactly (laughs) what happened with Gideon. You know, there's this great story about Gideon, but it didn't end well with him because he let it go to his head. Typical. You know, and when God does great things in us and through us, let's always remember, is God doing the great things in us and through us? I mean, it's not us. Um the other thing I think about, you know, when it talks about um, Christ in you, the hope of glory, we think of Christ like a name. Okay,
1: that's a that's a station. It, it's that's a, a, yeah,
0: it's a it, it's a title. It's right, a it's, it's a name that, that's given or it's he's called. But that's also the Greek it's translation. Not his last name. No, no, it's not like <laughs> hey, I, do you know any of the other Christs? Because I know Jesus Christ. No, right. No, yeah, it's not a last name. Uh, it, it's the Greek word. The, That's translated from the Hebrew word Messiah, Mm -hmm. okay, or uh, what is it, Hamashiach? Mm -hmm. But but that word means the anointed, the Mm -hmm. anointed one. And what does that mean? That means the one that God has ordained as the King, Mm -hmm. my beloved Son. Mm -hmm. Okay, the he is the anointed King. So when he is in you, it's like you are the voice of the King. Mm -hmm. You're an emissary. You're an ambassador. You know.
1: But I'm the least of
0: exactly. You
1: know what can I do? I mean, I'm right. I'm nobody.
0: And that and that's the point when you you know when you send a message from the king to some foreign governor or you speak whatever. You for the king, right? And and what you what you say matters. Who you are doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. You know, you can send anybody as your emissary; they're going to be res, respected. As in though, the name of the king. In the name of the right. king. Yeah, and so, if something's done to that person, you know, if somebody sends an ambassador, and and the the other country does something to that ambassador. Well, they, that's like an attack on the country. Right. It's an attack on the king. Yeah.
1: And we are also, according to Corinthians, Second Corinthians, ambassadors for Christ. Yeah. So we we have all of these um, these jobs, these things that God has given and blessed us with. And uh, I think that uh, we as, as uh, Christians uh, need to stand up in, in the power of God, in the name of God, with the power of the Spirit within us, with faith that is strong in a living God, and uh, not be so wimpy and mamby pamby and afraid. Yeah. Um, do not fear, trust, believe. That's what Jesus said. Amen. Uh-huh.
0: You know, my challenge for you guys is just take a look at these verses, read them again, um, dive into your creative thoughts, and think, okay, what is this mystery of God, and and how is it revealed in me, and and I want to know more about the riches of the glory uh, of this mystery, and just let your mind think on all of the the things that God has done and all the things that he wants to do in you and through you. Um, and don't worry about it being something big.
1: Mm-hmm. John, I, I, a testimony that I have, And uh, just as serious as I can be, this happened so many times in in my ministry life. Uh, Sometimes I would get way over my head in a situation, counseling situation or something, just trying to biblically help somebody, not trying to, you know, be a professional counselor or anything. But I would sit down and give biblical counseling, open up the Bible. What does it have to say? And sometimes people would be talking to me about an issue or a problem or something. And while they're talking to me, I'm sitting there honestly thinking I have... No knowledge of what to say right now. I have no idea what to say. I mean, they're, they're, I'm looking, yes, yes, and I'm thinking, uh, what? What? I mean, I don't know. I don't know what you're talking about. And uh, and I will. I would always kind of like talk to God. You know, like I'm looking at you when I'm talking to God, Lord. Please help me right now. I have no idea what to tell these people. I feel like I need to help them. And sometimes it was just, you know, uh, let me pray with you and um, maybe refer you to someone and and we'll get into the scriptures and do a study. But, you know, sometimes say that. But sometimes, most times, God would give me something. And I believed it was God giving me something Mm -hmm. because it wasn't my knowledge or my education or my understanding or my study. But it was God that would maybe bring something to me. Uh, that I had studied years before or a passage of scripture that, you know, I might've happened to read the night before. And, and honestly, and I just say this very humbly, I had people many times, I had one lady say this to me one time, you just helped me more in 45 minutes than the last seven years of weekly counseling. She said that to me and I went, okay, that wasn't me. Okay. And I'd always say that, wow, you really helped. It wasn't me. It wasn't me. That was God. And I believe that the Bible does speak of uh, to the apostles, I will give you the words to say when you get into a situation that you need something, I will give you the words. And I believe that God does that for his children. I believe that he does. I believe we need to study to show ourselves approved unto God, to get into the word, to put the word into our hearts, to memorize the word of God. And then I believe that uh, the Holy Spirit, when we get into a situation that we need it, will bring things to our mind and will speak literally through us. And it's a powerful thing and a very humbling thing as well. Amen. But I think that's available to every Christian. Yeah. Every Christian who has the Spirit of God in them because that's power. So. Amen. He does. He does.
0: Well, they say God works in mysterious ways. Yes, He does. You know, He does. His
1: wonders to yeah. perform. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, there's so much we could talk about on this. I just want you guys to chew on it, think on it, pray on it, dive into the mysteries of God, and hang on to that hope, <laughs> which is Christ in you. I think that is the most beautiful picture. Thanks for joining us. We love you guys. Um, Reach out to us. We'll see you next time.
1: Bye-bye.